ghastly episode of the Great Word Patience Podcast. Grab your blanket, shut your eyes, and listen if you dare. Come here, little one. And uh, we are alive. We are back on the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. Welcome, welcome all. Um, we are here live today with Craig, the founder of our paranormal world, and of course, with my beautiful wife and co host, Firefay. And before we kick things off, let's just get let's just get it out of the way. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on Twitch, if you're watching this later on on Rumble or Odyssey, uh, leave a like, leave a comment, share, subscribe to all the things that you're supposed to do on video platform. This is one you're not going to want to miss. This is one you're going to want to share around as much as possible. If you're listening to this on the audio platforms, leave a five-star rating, leave something nice in the comments, and also share it around because uh, even audio is going to be amazing, is going to be good. Um, I have some Greyhorn Pagans plugging, but I'll I'll leave that till the end. Um, one, one, one thing I do I do want to mention just because you know I'm so damn proud of it. I finally released my book. My book is now available uh, for now at least on Amazon. The Pagan Revival uh, is out is out now. Uh, link is in the description box down below. So if you are interested in that, please please do buy it. Available on ebook and paperback, um, everything else you can find on our website, www.greyhornpagans.com. Right, that's the plugging done, because I know a lot of people tend to not, you know, watch till the end, listen till the end, so let's get it done right at the start so we can get into it. Craig, thank mm -hmm. you very much for coming on. Uh, this is your first time on the podcast, right, or on a podcast in general uh, i've never done a video one before i've only done just pure audio and ah, it's been okay a few years for sure <laughs> <laughs> like well seven or something <laughs> so yeah uh, that's that is a a few years indeed oh. um so welcome to the show uh mm -hmm. let's the good people know who you are and most of all, to you know, just to start with, what is our paranormal world besides it, like actually being our paranormal world? Yes, excuse me. Um, okay, so obviously I'm Craig. Um, about well, a long time ago, more than ten years ago, I became frustrated with the fact that. Oh, it's it's changed a lot now, but at that point, all over the internet, there was all these great haunted places. Oh, you got to got to do this. You got to go here, uh, but there was never any directions. There was never any way to find them, or worse, there was wrong directions, um, and it was very inconsistent as to why it was haunted, if it actually really was haunted. So, basically, I decided to do a website that would show. Um, 
they would basically do that. It was originally called ha uh, Haunted North America and focused on just the United States and Canada. Uh, and I tried to make sure that there was history, some sort of history of a place, as well as what paranormal activity, as well as most of all, back then it was just directions to find it. Now it's actual Google Maps. Um, technology's gotten better. So that's how I started. Uh, Craig, we seem to have some audio issues. Okay, got it. Back to okay, wait, there we go. Uh, audio is audio is good. Yeah, technical difficulties. It's that's that's what you get when you're uh, when you're talking about the paranormal. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I already yeah, took my laptop completely out. I got to fix that. So we're doing this on the phone. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's basically where I began. Um, and that uh, website operated for quite a while. Some of you may have seen it. Um, and then it was unfortunately on a friend of mine's private server. And he got hit by, oh, he got hit by a car. And uh, excuse me, I do not know why the music keeps coming on again and again. Don't worry. Like I said, it's it's okay. uh, it's it's nothing new. It's nothing new on the podcast. It's nothing. We new always have this stuff with our guests. It's either my end or their end. Yeah. Yeah, and especially when talking about the paranormal, they yeah, uh, I get attracting attention. Hey, you know, if as as long as it's good attention, because you know. <laughs> I've never, yeah, well, okay, we've covered that. Anyway, unfortunately, that, that <laughs> gentleman was, was killed in Virginia Beach. Um, he was hit by a car. Uh, so I lost the entire website because it was on his server. And, um, wow. Uh, I've, had it I've had it, the audio happen like that before, but usually once I turn it off, it doesn't come back on. Anyway, I didn't do anything for, for quite a long time. And um, basically just people started mentioning it and started asking me questions and, you know, is it ever coming back? And four or five years ago, I, I started bringing it back in a very limited fashion. And this is what we're left with now. So that is what became OPW, what became our yes. paranormal world. Just because I was doing places outside of, of North America, mm -hmm. um, one of the reasons. The other reason is Haunted North America had very, very good numbers. And when I let it go, um, somebody else bought it. And they offered to sell oh. it to me that they wanted thousands upon thousands of dollars for their domain. Oh, uh, that's so. I said no. <laughs> it's not that important to me. Oh, uh, that's a dick move. Yeah, that's really well. They actually do that. People in other countries will actually take it hostage in order mm -hmm. for you to pay thousands and thousands of dollars till you oh, pay yeah. the quote-unquote ransom fee. And once you do, they release it to you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know it's still you know dot com it's it's good business so there is uh, there's good money to be made in it but now you have opw our yes. paranormal world um, and it, 
close to being recovered. Like I'm at 700 or we're at 725 locations. Haunted North America, when it collapsed, when I lost it, um, was at 1100. So it's getting up there. It's starting to become the same. Well, that's that's great. And that's uh, one of the reasons I invited you on the podcast, you know, as a, uh, as a promo, of course, <laughs> too, for uh, for our, our paranormal world. And mm -hmm. uh, I'll be sure uh, after we are done recording that the uh, the full podcast goes up on the uh, the our paranormal world YouTube channel as well. I mean, I I. I managed the channel, so I can easily do that. Um, yeah, like it's it's funny because we're on the Grey Play Against podcast now, of course, mm -hmm. but uh, all three of us are involved in OPW in some way. Uh, Firefate and myself being the European representatives, and I um, have taken it upon myself to do a lot of the content um especially video content I'm over europe with you as well and we're also covering crypto cryptology <laughs> yeah it's sure so a mouthful and you also have mentioned i'm a medium which most people don't know about me so yes mm -hmm. yes you are is is that how you two came into contact or so i just or... mentioned i messaged him saying hey i've really wanted to come back into the paranormal world i miss it desperately and he wasn't it you were kind of nervous doing it again yes reaching out to others and asking for help and i just i guess my stubborn fire face <laughs> self was like no i want to help let me help yep. and so with me being stubborn and me basically bugging him almost every night saying hey i want help <laughs> he mm -hmm. agreed to letting me come on and then i mentioned you to him and i said hey my honey would love to be able to join you know and you didn't know at this at the time but I basically told Craig it would be amazing if Fox joined us and I sent you an invite and the rest is history. Yeah, and you yeah. managed to keep it a secret from me pretty well, actually. I had no idea what I basically, you were doing. Because I said, I'm doing something. I need you to just trust me on this. I need you to trust me. And... About two weeks into it, I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is the project. Don't say anything to our tribe yet. This is kind of still relatively new. And then when it finally dropped on our paranormal world, um, I was able to tell everybody. And now our Thane's involved in it as well. Yep. Yeah, it was just kind of... I mean, from my side anyway, um, because unfortunately I did have a fair number of people working on Haunted North America and it, it, it ended up me alone again because of infighting. They just, they just could not get along. Um, so yeah, oh, I'm very hesitant. Familiar. Yeah, exactly. So, um, usually it's one person's fault in the end, but I did actually have somebody try to destroy the website that 
you know, that's 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 over and done with. It's done. I don't have anything to do with that person. I don't even know where they are. Um, they didn't succeed, which is the important thing. But um, yeah, that's I was definitely way. very wary. Like I, I did put a hand out and ask people, but then when people started saying, hey, I'm interested, I started keeping them at a distance. Um, <laughs> and Faye not was how that worked, like, Craig. You know, you, you seem a bit too enthusiastic, you know, like someone is like, oh, you, you're too good to be true. Anyway, um, that's that's my issue <laughs> that I can have. Um, but yeah, Faye, Faye broke down that. And, you know, I finally, I think we talked, I was I was on an overnight shift and then she couldn't sleep because of storms. And we ended up talking most of a night and just developed this connection and yeah the rest is and then she introduced me to you connection with you and i went okay this is actually going to work this time yeah and, and then i introduced you to our thing because i was just like hey i really want to bring on the thing because mm -hmm. he has a lot of knowledge down yes. in florida and i was just like we need to include him and the rest is history oh so thank josh yeah yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it helps being heathen, you know, like paranormal, otherworldly. It's it's what we do. You know, it's yeah. what, what we, uh, you know, what we believe in and all. Uh, we actually have quite, uh, quite a few people already joining us. Of course, all people linked to um, OPW uh, Disco joining us on yeah. twitch uh thank you for joining on twitch by the way like everyone always uh joins on youtube so thank you uh we have paranormal wasteland pandora and uh and or her husband <laughs> joining us yeah it's 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 either um and some gray horn pagans peeps of course um with more to come, hopefully, possibly. Uh, so, Craig, how did you become involved in the in the paranormal? Okay, okay just just Pandora. Okay, thanks for clarifying. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I mean, it goes all the way back to being a kid, as it does probably with most people. Um, you were a kid. Yeah, I, I was a kid once back when there were like dinosaurs running around and stuff. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my age era. You're supposed to be way before me. Yeah, well, I am no, way before no, you. Honey, you're, you're stone age. He is. So I was, yeah, I, I was running age. a trilobite. <laughs> um, oh, dude, jealous. <laughs> my family moved around a lot. Um, and one of the houses we had in a, a suburb of Toronto called Scarborough. I found out after we moved in, because I started, you know, obviously hanging out with the neighborhood kids. I was in like grade five, so that makes me, what, 10? Um, that that house was the neighborhood haunted house. Um, and it, it, you know, now looking back in retrospect, it wasn't that active, but, you know, doors would slam. Sometimes the fire would come on its own and then turn off on its own, like literal actual flames. And then the flames would just disappear. Um, so that started me having some interest. Uh, then via a couple of other cities, I ended up in Victoria, British Columbia, which, which is where I did my last year of junior high and all the way through high school. So eight to 12 and Victoria in the eighties, when I was there, now I'm really dating myself. 
um, you know, before most of you were probably even alive, um, was a very, baby. <laughs> was a very um, here. <laughs> it was a very paranormal place. Um, it, it on its own it is a very very haunted city um it's almost almost old european i mean you know it would be a joke to you but <laughs> from canada it's you know you know they have like double decker buses and stuff but um so there was a lot of it was just constantly in my face at that point so i started really researching it there's also a book um it's been proven to be completely false now but it was just this this uh, lady who went to her psychiatrist. She was hypnotized and said, "Oh, her mother sold her to Satanists, and she was buried alive, and they tortured her, and all." So it ended up being oh, just all crap. It was just a, just a trick to make money. But um, it's called Michelle Remembers. It's really hard to get a copy of it now. Um, but it. You know, we know we know what high school kids are like, right? It was like, oh, cool! Look at this girl's been like tortured by Satanists. We all want to read this, and I have read it, and I've been to all the places that it was supposed to happen, and um, that was basically the start. Um, and then, you know, I, I got a little busier in my twenties. By the end of my twenties, I ended up going to a place that unfortunately is gone now. I'd come back to Ontario, come back to the Toronto area. And there was on the Eastern side of Toronto, a fairly large abandoned psychiatric hospital that was very, very haunted. Um, and I did almost every night there for a year. And that's where I learned my medium skills, um, my ability to deal with dark entities and just a lot of ghost stuff. Unfortunately, through the numerous computer crashes and other assorted bad life decisions and such, I pretty much lost all the pictures. Although I do have, I think I have three or four left that are on the website under, it's called Whitby Psychiatric Hospital. Um, it's gone now. It's It was totally torn down and replaced by houses. Although personally, I wouldn't live there. <coughs> but that's where we really started to see, you know, objects moving on their own um apparitions a lot of the you know the stuff that the people really want to see which unfortunately unlike tv does not happen every time you investigate but in a year we managed to get some pretty impressive evidence and since then i just took off with it so you mentioned um you like you just mentioned TV, like uh, like we all know that that's <laughs> like hypersensationalized and very much you know editing and you know cutting mm -hmm. and splicing. Oh yeah. And, I mean, you have to put a like a nights or like multiple nights um, worth of like investigations and evidence in what like a twenty thirty minutes episodes uh usually yeah for sure so what is is what is the difference because you know for a while at least it seems to have died down a bit or at least on tv maybe it you know moved over to to youtube it probably moved over to youtube it's a lot more but, youtube now i think yeah 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 i mean uh, firefade introduced me to it on youtube and that's like Amy's you script. Know, Yes, yeah, Amy's scripts. 
Yeah, she's the reason why we got my love of paranormal back. And yeah. before we even go further, I got you into Skinwalker Ranch because we had a comment about it. I probably will not visit Skinwalker Ranch unless I have somebody who is a Native American shaman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I refuse because I'm Native American. Sorry, but I just need someone who's Native. Yeah, no, that's understandable. Um, so, yeah. like, what is what is the difference between the investigations on TV and like how it's it actually goes? Because they always seem to catch something, yeah. or is that just you know the power of editing? Um. In some cases, um, and I'm I'm not going to point out shows because I don't want to blow back. But um, <laughs> in some cases, I have to, because I do talk to people who who own haunted locations. Um, some who do some who do tours, some who don't anymore. The owners have changed and stuff, but pretty much all of them have said that things were highly exaggerated, like to the point of faking. Um, I haven't investigated with any of the people on TV, so I can't say 100%, but consistently I have been told that. Because the difference is, like, when I go out and do it or our team goes out and does it um, through all the years, um, the basic difference is boredom. You know, you have to <laughs> you have to have some kind of interest in history um, and or abandoned structures because the ghosties are not going to come out and play just because you're there um they will oh go ahead oh, man they're not that's such a shame they always come out and play with me that's so strange I guess it's because we're mediums <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah they do come out more so for me um and of course I can, what I call, feel them, right? I'm sensitive. I can feel their energy and how they disrupt the energy. Yeah, I don't I need to. Hear them. Yeah, and in here I do hear them more. And usually when I see them, it's almost, I, I guess it's probably like third eye seeing. Like mm-hmm. I, I will look at a room and to my vision, it will, there'll be nothing there. <clears throat> but immediately afterwards, it almost comes like a memory of seeing something there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining it very well, but so I see it's like a, um, what is it that they call it when it's a memory? It's um yeah, because it's not clairvoyance or clairaudience. It's something. No, I'm trying to think. What is it that they call it? Because it's on the like shows. These, these are the kinds of technical it's terms. Like an impression. It's like an impression <laughs> left on the oh. property. Yeah. Oh, like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like these are old terms that I'm like not yet familiar with i've i've always you know been more involved in you know paganism mysticism occult um well it helps uh, when your partner is a medium <laughs> yes <laughs> it's kind of hard to avoid yes, the paranormal is. then yeah <laughs> it's all over us um, it is and it sucks sometimes because it's like it you don't want to be visited by certain people and things no you don't and if it's okay with you, Fox, the last one that I had was with your brother. Mm. Yeah. And I didn't want to feel that one for a while. Well, that was a hard one. 
Yeah, imagine how I feel. Imagine how yeah. the the family feels. Um, that's why it was so hard to talk about for a while. Mm. I mean, that's the hard part of being a medium because people seek you out like crazy. It's like the moment they, they find you're a medium, it's like, oh, you got to come with me and investigate on this one. It's like, no, no. But mine are famous for um, just as I'm falling asleep because your your conscious mind, all that conscious stuff and that's in front that blocks everything, disappears just for a few seconds before you fall asleep, and suddenly you realize that you're not alone falling asleep in this room. There's like thirty people in this room with you, mm-hmm. and they all oh. want a voice. And it's like, dude, I'm trying to sleep. Like you gotta back off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was. Oh, that's the latest yeah. one. Oh, that's so. creepy. Well, and it's creepy too because mm-hmm. you know, not only do spirits come through, darker things come through, mm-hmm. things come through, and you can't distinguish one way or the other if it's a mimic. You have to really dive into it, and that's where you know you gotta separate every layer of trying to figure out who it is yes the the definitely the thing that they say on i've seen it on shows i've seen it in books everywhere is that dark things call them what you want to call them do come as small children so they look always yeah they will never ever well you have to really rip at them to see their true form but yeah, and oh. that's the hard part with, I mean, they're, and they attach themselves to dolls, mm-hmm. they attach themselves to mirrors, toys, mirrors. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, it, and people. it's crazy, yep. So why, why is that? Do, do we know? Because children is? are so impressionable, and they're, they have that innocence, so... In my experience, I don't know with Craig, but with my experience, they perceive themselves as a childlike thing because who's going to question a child? Who's going to sit there and be like, oh, you know, you're not so dark. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, wait, you know, and that's why it's so hard to figure out what it is because... it would be an easy trap, I guess. Yeah. You it's just... not like a trap. It's more of it's easier to be like, oh, it's just a child. It just it's easier to kind of just brush off. Which is why some of the worst horror movies, some of the truly disturbing ones, are children, like the original omen. I can think of that. That's a, there's tons of them, but because children have a perceived innocence in your mind. First of all, we'll just perceive it as innocence and then realize. I assume, yeah, they're just playing with the psychology of humans. Because we're easy, and that's the like what I we figured out too between you and I and another member of ours is that we're the in between. You know, we're between the dark, the light, and we're the in between stuff. Yeah, which, you know, makes sense because, I mean, we are here on this physical plane. 
if you will, but mm -hmm. through practice and well, practice practice and knowledge, like knowledge and skill, we are able to tap into the lower. We are able to tap into the higher. They are able to reach us from on their side. Mm -hmm. So you know, I guess. Well, I mean, no pun intended, but being a human, like you are the ideal medium. You are the ideal, you know, go between. Yeah, we can be swayed. And that's the other thing, too, where either way yeah, we can. I've yeah, been taught recently to don't ever conduct an investigation at your house because not only as me being a medium, you're putting a beacon where you are and it's like ooh light light source yeah must go feed well it's it, doing that yeah is basically the same as people i mean obviously the, the, the topic of of ouija boards has come up 150 billion times in my life because most people are curious about them and they assume i know and i do but um i know enough to stay away from them but the way i always describe it to people is just imagine being in absolute total blackness there's just darkness everywhere it's mm -hmm. not really like that but that's the best way for us to perceive it and then suddenly somebody turns on a flashlight where are you going to go you're going to go right for that flashlight and that's what a lot of things ouija boards included does and you have no idea what's coming through and not most things won't tell you the truth some will but is it with a ouija board that it just attracts the uh, the the darker entities or is it just like a a main kind of, mimics. It, yeah so it's just darker entities because i've i've also heard that it's just a like just a general Kind of portal where everything it also can feeds off through. of your fear. It also feeds off fear. So if you go, because like with our last guest that we had who does use them, Ooh. um, she Which said one? that you know it's the one that uses it in her practices, and they are spirit boards rather than Ouija boards. Mm, better. Oh, um, yeah. Who was that again? Like I've, I've done I don't a, remember. I've, I've done a few. With <laughs> but that's the interesting senior, thing but... too, where they feed off of fear. So therefore, you're going to get the darker stuff that come through. And the thing oh, is, was that you mean uh, sunshine, the the pink heart medium? No, she was before. Before, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway. Go on. I'm. I'm just. I'm trying to figure out. It's who you're... okay. But that's the thing where it's I've... like it. You're fearful of it, so therefore, you're bringing in the fear, and it feeds off of that, and that's why it's like, I respect them enough not to mess with them. Exactly. And the thing is, I love the planchette. I love that piece. I love the piece of that the board. But would I connect? the board to the planchette no i had somebody again because everybody you know most people don't completely well i shouldn't say most people a lot of people don't completely understand the paranormal and they don't see all the nuances and different layers and everything so i was given a ouija board from an uncle of mine just because he thought he was giving me something cool because he knows i like that stuff 
Um, and it took me, it, it had a, a little boy attached to it, which may have been a pure dark being or just a really pissed off little boy. It was hard to tell. And I really didn't want to interact with him very much. It was sealed up, put in a closet, but you know, he'd still come out of the board and wander the house. Um, if you mm -hmm. opened that closet, usually he was standing there, but, um, eventually we literally had to trap him between two mirrors and with the board uh, and the planchette. And eventually in the end, because he kept escaping, we had to, to bring the two mirrors completely together, seal them together and with the board and the planchette in between them and sunk all that into a lake. And that was the only way that we could get rid of them. So why mirrors? I mean, I've, I've heard before that portals to the other side. Um, yeah, that's but, the other thing. It's like scrying too. You need to have two to be able to access the portal. Yeah, and it like, creates why, it why creates mirrors because like, it's reflective. Because it's reflective. Yeah, it's reflective. So you well, you are using well, basically the light on Earth, the light from our sun, to see mm -hmm. a reflection of yourself. Somehow or other, that also allows other things to see that reflection. And there are definitely many things that are powerful enough that they're not seeing the reflection. They're just looking out of the mirror right at you. That's why in a lot of pagan rituals that they ask if you would use a black mirror because it could go completely wrong. Yeah, like a, mm -hmm. a black, obs black obsidian mirrors. They are very, mm -hmm. very popular with with the more uh, more occult groups. Not as much pagan. More. But that's occult. why with some paranormal groups, they're starting to do that now, where they're having a mirror set up in front and then a mirror set in back, because mm -hmm. then they're connecting and they're making a gateway to the other side. Wasn't it on um, one of their recent episodes of on Amy's? Uh, yes, on Amy's crib that they did that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was fascinating. But but that's like I, the thing too, where it's like I don't even do that because you know the old incantation where um, you would have the lights turned off. I don't know if you are familiar with it, hun, but you have the lights turned off and. Mm -hmm you say bloody mary three times oh, and then you flush on, your toilet no it's like that's because that's... i know it's a childhood thing oh but... i didn't know the flushing of the toilet was yeah there. you have okay. to flush the toilet and then you go back to the mirror and apparently she's supposed to be staying behind you oh okay yeah see i mean bloody mary is could possibly be the best well-known urban legend that or the phantom hitchhiker like resurrection mary um but there's always and I, I put it in many articles on the website when i do haunted places because many are considered urban legends um i can tell whether there's something there or there isn't uh, just by doing remote viewing and feeling the energy but i always make sure i say Ur yeah urban legends laugh them off all you want but it, they came from a grain of truth and yeah. and bloody mary came from the fact that that things can watch you from the other side of mirrors and sometimes you'll see your own reflection do things that you're not doing and sometimes you'll see somebody in the room in the mirror that you cannot see with the naked eye both of which are fairly disturbing and will usually you know unless you're expecting it 
definitely give you a good fright. But mm-hmm. you have, you the know, same way with creepy pasta stuff. Yep. They started off because there's truth to them, but as far as we know, what truth is it? And that's where, you know, a lot of people claim if you go to the, the forest and pay homage to the Slender Man, he'll appear and save you, I guess. But it's just like there's so many different urban legends. And I mean, it's the that's... same way with, you know, cryptozoology, if I'm saying it right. I know someone put it in the comments, but Crypt, it's a cryptozoology. Cryptozoology, yeah. I think, yeah. So right. I'm just going to say, right. yeah. No, and but that's then the you're, same way with that too. Then you're going into like more occult topics, like uh, a tulpa, for example, which is literally like a created by figure. the human mind. Yeah, it's you know so it's, 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 people it's, it's a figure. Yeah, it turns yeah. real. And yeah, a lot of urban legends came from tuplas. Yeah, and you know I've I've also heard uh, people say who you know are more left-hand path work more with demons or whatever like if you if you don't know how to work with them uh like even just calling their name over and over you know if you knock on the door long enough something will open something's gonna answer yep yeah and you're probably not gonna like what you find well if you're not if you're, or not, you're not skilled prepared. enough you're going to exactly. end up hurting yourself more than you were anticipating or exactly. hurting a lot of other people too Mm -hmm. You can actually, like, I mean, if you keep saying something's name, especially into something like a mirror or a crystal ball, you are, you're not just opening the door for them to have a look at you. You're opening the door and and most people just leave it open. And -hmm. what you called, well, it depends on its desires. It's an entity too. It has its reasons for doing things, evil or good Mm -hmm. or neutral. Um, But yeah, you're opening a door. And then walking away, even if you close it. I mean, I technically know how to do it, but I will not do it. I don't trust I mean, that the door stay closed. I use salt in that event. Mm, me too. That's why I love the show Supernatural. Here we go, being Supernatural girl. <laughs> I mean, Faye. Sorry, Faye. <laughs> We're I'll doing. So you know, that's the thing too with Supernatural is that. It touched on a lot they did of the truth. Yeah, they really did the research. And that's the thing, too, where, you know, with the second episode, which I refuse to watch, <laughs> even though Fox is like, let's watch it. It's like, no, I I'll, really I'll don't want to do that. I'll watch, I'll watch it on my own. I, I've gotten your permission before. I believe it's 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 in recording, even. it's It's in a podcast that we did you actually gave me permission to watch the yes you can watch the second one because it is on the skinwalker and i just choose not to watch that oh. one thank you darling mm-hmm. so but it's just there's a lot of interesting things out there oh much so yeah so you know speaking of experiences and interesting things uh craig mm-hmm. what what are some of your um, like some of the your experiences, some of the uh, the things that you have I'll encountered that yeah. stuck with that stuck with you most. It doesn't have to be like the the most grand story. Like, don't worry, it's YouTube, not TV. You don't have to exaggerate. 
Um, no, I mean the 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 big things um, generally. Full body apparitions are definitely a holy grail for paranormal. It's very rare. Oh, yeah. I would assume it takes them a tremendous amount of energy to manifest like that. Um, I did have one in a place called Erie Beach, which is um, right across the bridge from Buffalo, New York. It used to be an amusement park in the 19th century. <clears throat> Excuse me. Before that, it was actually a battlefield in the War of 1812 when Britain, Canada, it wasn't really Canada then, but fought, That's the quite the difference. Fought, yeah, fought over territory. And the U.S. Army had a had a, also a field hospital on those grounds. Then they built mm. the amusement park. Um, and as I'm sure most people know, <clears throat> excuse me, amusement parks in the 19th century, they weren't safe. You weren't even tied into the rides. If kids flew off all the time and got killed you know, death was just a, a part of life then. It wasn't, we weren't separated like we are now. Um, and I was, uh, there used to be, it, it's actually back now, they've rebuilt it, but there used to be a little cement promenade along the lake back then. They have rebuilt it now, but for a long time, it was in ruins. And I was on the beach at one point, alone. You're always alone when you see the cool stuff, which is really annoying. But um, I, uh, I heard a noise. So I turned my flashlight toward the forest where the promenade used to be. And there was um, a lady there. And I said, oh, sorry. And I turned my light away from her. Then it clicked into my head that A, she was walking on broken concrete without making a sound. B, she was in a 19th century dress, like the corset, the full everything. So I'm like, okay. And I flipped my flashlight back and she yeah. wasn't there. Actually, the really cool thing is, I just missed it in the story, sorry, um, when I said, oh, sorry, because you shouldn't shine your flashlight on other people in the dark, it is impolite, she said, that's okay. So she was well aware that I was there. Wow. So, yeah. so you got a intelligent reaction, like a reaction yeah. that an actual Like an actual person... real, yeah, dead person that's quite aware of that, I mean, I don't know that she, I couldn't say that she was dead. No, she's dead, but, um, but she, she was, was definitely aware of me and I was aware of her, which is, that's probably the best I've ever gotten that when I start, cause I mean, if you're going to be a paranormal investigator, mm -hmm. there's a reason why investigators there, any form of investigator, you, you have to be a skeptic with an open mind. Um, People constantly yeah. ask me, should I, should I believe in ghosts? And I'm like, well, I do because I've had many experiences with them, but I can't tell you if you should believe. That is a personal decision. Yeah. And you always go to the mundane first because 99.9% .9 of the time, what's perceived as paranormal is normal. It's mundane. It's nothing. It's a toilet flushing. It's a it's a house creaking. It's, it's you know... Cell phones are around around all the time, and they, as we've seen with mine, they can just pick up random audio signals from anywhere. Sounds like people are talking. Yeah, and then you no no of course no yeah then you of course have the um, you know the radio frequencies that you know are all around us you know from the Wi-Fi and yep. like from FM and AM. Yeah, um, and you know, all of them mixed with you know 5G and like you microwaves, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, there there is a uh, like I know of a whole channel who is dedicated to, um, you know, picking up voices in like electrostatic or microwave frequencies or whatever. And oftentimes, when people hear voices, that's what they actually hear. It's not yeah. there. It's not an actual voice. It's not an actual person. It's not a entity, no. if you will. It's just electrostatic, electromagnetism, radio waves that the sun. <laughs> like the sun gives off a tremendous amount of radiation, and it can be perceived as visual on and audio. I mean, old school fillings. This I'm dating myself again, but when they used to use metal to do fillings that could pick up a radio signal <laughs> you think oh, oh my wow. god i'm speaking in tongues no you're not you're picking up friggin jack glass from down the street on his fm radio <laughs> that's, that's all it is most uh, things in this world are mundane but there's something this little sliver and i mean i you know i obviously firmly believe in it but the one thing I will, you know, with everything I do on the website, every location, under no circumstances would I ever say you're guaranteed. I would say there are places, I've said there are places that have a reputation that you're almost you're almost guaranteed, but I haven't been there, so I can't say personally. Some places are very, very active. Um, unfortunately, it is usually where very, very bad things have happened. Like yeah. probably the and I I'm actually this one it's the one place in in Europe that I'm actually going to do to spare you guys having to do it. Um, it's questionable, but I consider it valid. I haven't done it yet, but it was on the old website. But one of probably the most haunted place on earth is Auschwitz, the death camp. Oh, jeez. Um, so talk about bad things, but it has, and I would never ever condone an investigation. It is. A, a cemetery of the worst you know but obviously that's one of the worst things that ever happened in human history at least in recent human history but yeah the reason that i say it's valid to be written up is because there is recordable paranormal activity there um like i'd be surprised if there isn't yeah they basically it's not so much ghosts um the people who well, were murdered there. Um, most of them were immediately gone. I mean, they had very a very strong belief, and they were gone. They went to wherever, call it heaven, call it whatever you want to call it. Um, and there's trouble. Well, we won't get into the after death thing. That's a huge conversation. <laughs> um, but it's it's the evil. I'm not I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying ghosts, and you should go and go try to talk to ghosts at Auschwitz. Like that's insane and really. <laughs> um, but it is. It shows what evil can how evil can leave a permanent mark. Like there's, I've seen the videos. There is recorded things of wind changing direction around something that's invisible. It will not. Some winds will not cross over where the camp was. They move as if they hit a wall. Um, there are many birds that will not go in there. Many animals, period, that will not go in there. They will not cry, even though there is no border anymore. It's where the camp actually really was, um, not just the, the monument that's there now. But, um, yeah, they, it will not cross. So that's the only reason that I consider it valid. Um, but my point being is that 
unfortunately the places that are the most active are usually where something bad happened. I mean, that is the worst example in recent human history, but there's also battlefields, um, yeah. spike hospitals, hospitals, especially, uh, it's an old age home now, but there was Linda Vista hospital was abandoned for a long time in East LA. Um, used to be a railway hospital and then, but because of where it was, you know, they got a lot of people who were stabbed, a lot of ODs, a lot of people who were shot. So a lot of people died in misery and pain. And yeah. it is one of the most haunted places you can go to. So uh, I guess you have to, I don't know. I, I probably had a point in the beginning that I'm lost now, but, um, I guess you have to, that's part of what you need to understand if you really want to be a paranormal investigator and you know, you know if you want to go out and have a few beers with your friend and play in a haunted place as long as you're respectful you know you're not kicking over gravestones or or giving them attitude or anything like that fine that's that's like ghost hunting it's, it's nothing yeah. um but if you want to be a paranormal investigator you have to realize that you're going to have to come to grips with some really terrible things and you know, you have to be able to deal with it, but you also have to um, not become immune to it. Like, I mean, some of the places I've written up are truly terrifying. And I have to remind myself that it's it's real people who suffered. It's not just, yeah. you know, they're ghosts now, but they were once real people, which is, um, sorry, I'm really going on and on here, but it's I'm just no, thinking... No, no, no. Another point that, that, again, with the TV shows and some of the YouTube shows is you have to remember, these were people. They're not toys. They're not, they're not here for your amusement. And they're not, they're not entertainment. The TV shows are entertainment. Paranormal activity, especially ghosts, are not entertainment. They, they were people. And in most cases, to them, they still are people. So how, how would you like it if somebody just walked into your house, started kicking stuff around and yelling at you? Probably oh, wouldn't no. react very well to that. No, I mean, if if I could, if I could muster the the energy, if I could, you know, bring up enough energy to do it, I'd kick their ass. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I, I, I know that's, I know it's a thing, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, people like going in and, like right away provoking them because like it's oh. a a guaranteed reaction and you know being yeah. just being vulgar really because you know like i said it's a guaranteed reaction i mean yeah of course it is you know like like you said you're coming into someone's house or someone you know where someone died in a lot of cases yeah yeah and or just um, you know someone's place of, of residence in general yeah. like you, you where they were sick they... for a very long time like the old tb sanatoriums yeah um, i mean it's kind of like you go in and provoke them well would you just walk up to some strange guy in the street and punch him in the face or, or start screaming at him right right in his face you will definitely get a reaction from that person yeah. But to say that that's considered rude is a massive understatement, but that is what provoking is doing. And you should never do that. I've been in places after someone left that's, that's, um, that has done provoking mm. and had to take hours to calm the energy down. It's not oh. so much. I mean, there is a lot of anger, but I mean, you know, you I've see, seen places where you're, you're leaving these entities, these ghosts 
in tears. And I don't just mean children, like adults too, like little huddled up in the fetal position crying because you were so cruel to them because you wanted them to, to, you wanted to see something. You wanted to see an orb. You wanted to see something move. You want to hear them scream back at you. The, no, it's totally improper. Yeah, and it's a like, huge issue for me, as you can see. <laughs> it's, I yeah, really it's, have strong feelings about it. I I can see, and you know, you should, because like you said, they were people. I mean, they may have passed over now. They may be just spirits or ghosts or residual energy or like yep. you know, give it a name. But they were people, and. They probably still consider themselves people. A lot of them don't know they're dead, or they, if they do, they don't care. A lot of them yeah. are afraid to begin with because a lot of ghosts come from people who are afraid to go beyond this dimension because they're terrified they're going to go someplace bad. Um, some of them probably deserve to go someplace bad, but most most people don't. <laughs> um, you know, and that's why, unfortunately, a places where a lot of um a lot of activity too are places where there's been multiple suicides bridges are mm -hmm. famous for that and a lot of them won't cross over because they think that they're going we can call it hell you can call you can call it whatever the hell you want to call it <laughs> mm -hmm. um but they're terrified so they stay in this horrible existence between the worlds and i feel bad for them and i have crossed um I have crossed ghosts over. Um, one of the, I don't want to say the name because it's a very, very famous murder case, but somebody it was in um, the Vancouver area in the 80s, and this girl was kidnapped and tortured and raped and murdered, and then her body was just dropped on the rocks by a river. And somebody took me to that place, and as soon as I walked in, I knew she was still there, and she was literally had been crying for 40 years nonstop. Oh, I mean, it didn't man. feel that way to her, but it, it would have felt probably worse than any hell you can think of. And yeah. luckily for me, my, my high guide that I deal with the most is female. Cause this, this woman for good reason would never have talked to a man. Um, and between my guide and I, you know, her parents had, it had been so long, her parents had passed away. So we kind of used that as a trigger and we did talk her into crossing over and now she's gone. She's not because she literally would have cried for eternity for what she was put through. Jeez. So that's, that's the positive thing about being a medium. Sometimes you can really help them. Just the same yeah. as if you see a little kid on the side of the road crying. Are you going to just walk by them? No, you're going to try to help them. Well, any decent human being would. Yeah. Or somebody who, who falls off their bike and gets hurt. And they're like screaming in pain. Are you going to just drive by them? No, you're probably going to pull over and you're going to call 911 and you're going to make sure that they get some help. Well, people are people, dead or alive. Unfortunately, last time I fell off my bike, people didn't do that. Oh, just sorry. I, I didn't. I forgot about that. I just was thinking no. about my help somebody. No, it's 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 fine. You know, I'm, I'm... But who wasn't trying to call you out? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, man. It's okay. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Firefay isn't, isn't here because like the medium stuff, that's, that's her thing. She had to, uh, to deal with a few things because this, mm -hmm. uh, this talk, this podcast, uh, apparently stirs up 
quite a bit. So I'm. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. I'm. I'm curious uh, when when we end this, uh, like how much cleaning and clearing and whatever we're uh, we're gonna need to do. Um, another question that I had, like we, mm -hmm. uh, like you just mentioned that the sun like gives off like this, of course, this great amount of power is a great amount of energy and radiation and whatever. Mm -hmm. If that is so, then why are like pretty much all investigations and ghost hunts and whatever done in the dark? Is it just because then there's nobody around or like you, you there's a few reasons um first of all it's invalid paranormal activity except in very few cases like much much less than one percent of all hauntings some things are stronger at night but it's very very rare um the biggest reason it's done is probably tradition um most people do it for fun and then it's just exactly like watching a horror movie it's scarier mm. at night and it is you can't see um turn you turn off your flashlight and you really can't see very well um i've done it myself in the beginning so i'm just as guilty <laughs> and um one of the other reasons is definitely there's less people um i of course and on our paranormal of course does not condone trespassing do not do it but um a lot of haunted places <laughs> are, are difficult to get into and if you walk into them uh, in the daytime you may be having a uh very unhappy chat with a police officer soon um yeah. you could end up being charged as a criminal rightfully so at night you have a better chance of sneaking on um one of it's that um some of it's just straight up lack of knowledge people honestly think that places are more haunted at night they aren't um the other reason and the reason most common reason why i will usually pick at night is that the war the it's um quieter um less less background noise less background yeah. energy um, like there are um for one example is there are the ghosts of two british av world war ii british aviators they died in their plane bombing nazi germany but they always wanted to go to new york city to, to see times square mm -hmm. well they died somewhere in the skies over germany and they haunt they've haunted times square since then since their death their ghosts went but they're not noticed amid the crowds there's thousands of people in times square at any given time yeah. um i think they're they're just in like flight leathers and stuff like that they're not you know they're not obviously british servicemen so they're just ignored people just think they're just somebody else they just walk right by them um and now in that particular case i've never I've, most people who have seen them have seen them in the day they don't they don't actually appear to come at night but i'm pretty sure most nights times square is probably still very full i mean we're talking about one of the biggest cities on the planet yeah uh, so again you know people don't and that's a lot of times why people think places are not haunted in the daytime is because they just don't see them they'll walk right by a ghost like ghosts are not always translucent they very rarely float um if they do it's because they're walking on a floor that isn't there anymore um just the same as when they walk through walls they're walking through a doorway that isn't there they can't walk through walls any more than we can they're walking through a doorway that's been sealed up 
Um, they're not like Casper. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. They, so and I, I, they I, don't I, have that. They don't have that white sheet either. Yeah, definitely not. Um, oh. Never seen anything like that. Although I have seen white mist and black mist. Um, but um, now I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> Basically, yeah, they're just. You can, you probably, like they say, you know, this is just a, a scary fact, which is a little bit more real, but you probably living to be in your eighties, you will probably walk by between three and five murderers in your lifetime. You'll never know. You probably walk by a hundred ghosts. You'll never know. You, you can literally bump into them. And though, cause they, a lot of times are just as solid as you and I. It's a little scary when someone as solid as you really? and I disappears in front of your eyes. Oh yeah, they can have. Well, I'm not sure where they get their mass from. Obviously, it's not. Um, what is it? What's the opposite of is energy opposite energy just mass? Yeah. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not like us, like physical beings. You can, you know, no matter how many times I hit myself in the arm, I'm not going to go through. Well, I guess if you give me a few millennium, I will, but. That's that's like the whole quantum mechanics. Yeah, that's thing. yeah, that's, quantum that's, physics, quantum mechanics. It's just If Faye was here, I'm you know I'm I'm sure she'd say the same thing. The mediums, us mediums, and a lot of other people who study the paranormal have understood for years that everything is made of energy. Now the scientists have discovered it, and it's this big discovery. And it's like, well, yeah. No shit, like everything is made of energy. Everything so and, and then the, yeah, yeah and energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So how can you just die and and be nothing? You can't. No, it's it's like quite literally against you know the, the laws of Lots the universe. Of physics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, if you're you know into the paranormal or you know even slightly religious or spiritual or you know you'll you'll know that um or even if you know and but that's like that's a basic scientific law they have known yeah, that for one of the years first things so. taught in, in school energy can neither be created nor destroyed it I just, mean, I've, it I've, just I've, changes forms i always you know absolutely sucked at science but you know later on when i got into paganism and occult mysticism that those are things that i started to understand uh different kind of science more occult sciences i guess yeah. that's the more, it's more my thing i didn't like it in school and math scared the bejesus out of me but um which is the language <laughs> of science uh but yeah when it when i got older and it started to become something that hey i want to understand it from this well you're going to have to learn some quantum physics all right, let's go. Let's let's give it a shot. But and that's it, what I know. <laughs> but if they are not physical beings, yet you can bump into them, is it just very concentrated energy? Yeah, that's that's one of the big questions. Or is it just because they remember being solid, you perceive them as solid? I've thought about it that way. Um, see, it's very difficult because 
No one's ever actually been able to sit down with a ghost and have a long involved conversation. Um, people have said they have, but I really don't <laughs> believe it. Um, you'll get bits and pieces of answers, but I know, I mean, well, there's some things I shouldn't say I know because I'm, I'm not a scientist. I can't say it's fact. I believe time I mean, passes differently for them. Like they, they could be around for a hundred years and it yeah. seems like the blink of an eye. Um, and, it's, it's going into like the fourth dimension. Like if we're looking, yeah. if we from the third dimension are looking down at the second dimension, it's, you know, it's a flat line. It's so completely I, flat, yeah. I imagine if like from the third dimension, you go a dimension up again, it is, you know, a flat line again in, in some way yeah. or maybe like, maybe like a film role or something. I, I don't. Something like that. Yeah, I see. I've thought of it the fourth dimension a few ways. I know a lot of people say it's time, um, but also many people say that time is a construct and it's not even real. Everything is happening right now. There is no past, present, or future. That one's a bit of a hard one. That one will give you a headache. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're going to the fourth dimension, perhaps, yeah. but here in the third dimension, it's uh, it's easier to understand dimensions lower than higher. Um, yeah. And of course, most spirits, not ghosts, but most spirits, good or bad, vibrate at a higher frequency than us, which is the main reason why we can't we can't see them, and it's even difficult to hear them. A lot of people too say the fourth dimension you can see around corners, so you can see infinite, every you can see forever all the time, which also gets back into times not real, and it starts to give you a headache. There's actually a um, a, uh, a it's somebody's philosophy and i was actually taught it in high school and it always stuck with me it's that what we perceive in okay so about you know we'll start it a different way we're basically sitting in a cave with a fire behind us looking at shadows moving on a wall Plato, from the fire and that is what we perceive as reality yeah um... so you're basically our goal spiritually is to not only turn around and see the fire which is hard enough but stand up and walk out of the cave once yeah. we're out of the cave then we see actual reality and <laughs> who knows yeah. what it is it's nothing really i mean you, you think about if you did that in the physical world the difference between watching a shot your shadow dance on a wall from flames to walking out of a cave the difference is is not even relatable so yeah no i don't know it just always know, stuck with me it's funny it, it comes up more and more again also it's um it is often used in connection with uh like propaganda for mm -hmm. example uh mm -hmm. you can use it you can use it with many things um but like having a full-length conversation with a a spirit or a a ghost that would be like absolutely absolutely amazing um mm -hmm. like if if the uh the opw podcast is gonna be a thing like we're still talking about it i, yeah. I guess you know, this after is october like, uh, at this point but yeah definitely yeah i would love to do it i mean like let's let's make it let's make it a goal because uh i mean you know being a podcaster myself like hello we're on the freaking podcast right now <laughs> yeah i, I know 
You're you're a podcaster? No way. No way, uh, man. You mean there's <laughs> other people listening to us? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> they're even watching, go figure. Oh no. Yeah, they're watching from the other side. Yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> In fact, I know they are because my laptop immediately died as soon um, as we started trying this. Yeah, that, that other side as well, multiple sides, I guess. But like Yeah, we, multiple we dimensions. Just, oh Jesus. That is a headache. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like we should totally make it a goal to like have a actual spirit, like have a actual entity on the podcast, dude. Like that. I mean, I'm not sure how how that would even even work if it would be possible, but I'm sure. I think the only thing, I mean, it, it's not, it's not an easy goal by any means. I don't think it's an impossible goal. The only thing, the problem that I can foresee with it is what Faye said in the beginning. Once you invite something into your home, you can't expect it to leave just because you're done with it. It's an entity. Yeah. It has its own decision. So you don't want to have a, you know. We'll do it like there, a studio. There, yeah and there are better than there are things other than ghosts and there are things for you know there there's always a reflection right um you know as above so below um so there's people get really focused on the bad entities the dark entities the demons whatever you want to call them um they're definitely not toys but um there's also the other side there are lots and lots of good things like i have a guide um yeah her name's martha I literally almost forgot her name, so that's really weird. <laughs> and I have other ones. I have other guides too. She's just my high guide. I have an angel that I know. She's angels are not exactly dependable. You can't just call them as a human and they show up. But um, angels are very powerful. Um, anyway, that's a whole different subject. Anyway, and you also oh, don't want don't to play can... with people's spiritual beliefs too much. Um, we could get into into that on. Uh... Yeah another show i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm curious yeah. curious as to uh like what all you have experienced uh with you know divinity and all but that's that's for another show <laughs> yeah i have issues i can um i did want to include one story just as a as a cautionary tale because people see me now as a paranormal expert whatever that means um and i like it it, it it's nice some um, people are generally respectful i'm not i'm not trashing on people for for asking me questions and i do not see myself as above them i'm not getting there um but i'm one of basically what i want to say now is when i wasn't even when i was first starting out like i was i was like 35 and i went to a supposed haunted waterfall Mm -hmm. um in the rocky mountains in the province of alberta um unfortunately that waterfall has now been destroyed by floods and it's not the same as it used to be but wow. um it was a suicide site a number of suicides uh so i'd been there in the day and the energy was actually quite weak um but we went there for the first time at night and it's in the middle of freaking nowhere um it's called elbow falls so some people may know where it is but um what had happened at least from my point of view was there was something very dark there demonic again whatever you want to call it there's many terms um and it was basically was keeping the souls 
of the people who had committed suicide, like almost like a harem, so it could feed off them. And um, I have heard a story like that before. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it's keep... more common than you think. Uh. Um. So me and my, you know, quarter Libra, three quarter Scorpio said, "Oh, well, that's not fair. That's totally unjust." And I did still have the power to manipulate energy, but not the experience to do it properly. So I basically attacked this thing on an etheric level, which I can oh. do much better now. But anyway, this was my first time. Well, it basically, it was, it was like a two-year-old trying to, trying to slap a 20-year-old. So it, uh, it yeah. noticed me all right. Um, and it, it was <laughs> one of my first real experiences like phys in the physical world with the paranormal. It basically grabbed me like this picked me right up off the ground and threw me into a tree and um it got hurt and i basically could feel it in my it didn't stay in my mind thankfully um i think mostly because i was lucky and it wanted to stay in that area but it got in my mind for a while and and it was definitely seemed like a really really good idea to murder all my friends so that gives you an idea as to what well you know what it's like in their minds um, and I managed enough of me managed to stay together that I got everybody in the car and we drove away. And as I got away from that, it faded. And I never, ever, ever went back to those falls again. Um, but that's what I did thinking, oh, you know, I can do this. I'm fine. It's cool. Like, I mean, you really, um, I'm just, I guess trying to give it as a cautionary tale. Um, most of us have a lot of power. We just don't know how to use it yet, and I don't know how to use mine yet. I, 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 you know, I've always said I hope I learn something new on the day I die. I don't want to ever stop learning. Spiritual, real yeah. world, everything, right? Um, I have, I have made made similar mistakes, but I wasn't like aware of any power that I had. I wasn't, you know, it was. You weren't really it, cocky about it. You just ran into them. <laughs> um well it was, was talking it was actually oh yeah me too me too but mm. like ah it's fine everything will be okay because part of your mind's going none of it's real anyway it's all just a cartoon it's all in my imagination well my imagination can't pick me off the ground and throw me throw me like 10 feet into a tree oh geez no it mine hurt. was actually like nothing permanent but oh, it no. was a warning you got lucky indeed now mine yeah. was actually in front of the uh, the York Minster in um, York, England, because, mm. you know, with my, you know, my username Stein Fox, I used to be like a a big activist and anonymous and whatever. And they had the guy mm -hmm. Fox mask. So that's where Fox comes from. Yep. Um, and, you know, it just stuck ever since. And like I've, I've been using that username for like the last 10, 11 years. So whatever it is, what it is. But, you know, I know that he was uh, that he was hung. He met his aunt behind the the York Minster. So, of course, you know, I felt like it was a place that I had to go to. And no, I didn't the, know that. I thought I thought he was. I thought they hung him in Westminster Abbey in London. Hmm. See how you learned no, something. No, he he met his aunt behind the the York Minster. Um, mm -hmm. The the town really capitalizes on his legacy. Smart, um, but you know, I was, um, 
I don't know if she was still my girlfriend back then, but like an ex-girlfriend of mine, now ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, Faye would kill me if I have more. Um, I was going to say, girlfriends and wives definitely do not mix. No. Not exactly. No. <laughs> no. I mean, that, then I would be, you know, the the spirit coming on the podcast, basically. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you'd, be in, you'd be in a very bad place very quickly. But yeah, okay. So uh, but, with you, yeah. Yeah, but I was um, like doing like pendling. But, oh, yeah, okay. Um, I have one of those too. I use it. My wife uses yeah, it. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I was I was basically improvising it with, you know, necklaces and chains and whatever. Mm-hmm. And Anything will work. Yeah, you know, but... Don't tell the new age shops that because they want to sell it to you for 50 bucks. But anything <laughs> will work. Yeah. But uh, as long as it dangles and has some weight to it. Um, yeah, exactly. But, like, I took it more as a a party trick, if you will. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't take it seriously. I know I was, you know, contacting things from the other side and, you know, being in my 20s and cocky son of a bitch you know like of course impressing the girls with it and whatever and i thought it i thought it's a good idea Mm -hmm. no no idea why i thought it was a good idea but to sit either in like in front i believe it was in front like on the steps of the york minster Mm -hmm. and, and you know try to contact something Mm-hmm. Because you know why not? As you do, yeah. Like I, I, I remember. Get... I remember feeling like that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, mm. like what, what, what can happen? Well, I found out what can happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> by. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I was like opening and like, okay, you know, let's let's do this for yes and that for no and whatever and. Uh, I believe I got one of the um, one of the church fathers, like one of the the monks or priests or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I I still don't know, like a reverence or a priest or a monk or like whatever. That. They all someone, from, me there, someone, right? someone from the the church. Yeah. Um, and you know, I thought it was you know after a bit after having some fun with it if you will like not taking it seriously at all of course i was mm-hmm. like hey you know this is this is cool let's you know i want to go back to back to the hostel um so you know can i let can i can i close the session usually mm-hmm. it was usually when i did it it wasn't a problem it's just you know they just gave me the sign like yeah you know you can close the sessions like okay you know thanks bye yep. but this time the the entity actually told me uh no no you you, you can't close it and i was like oh <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> yeah why <not?"> there. <laughs> so yep. you know it, it's uh, i i asked it asked it a a few things uh, you know that came up in my mind of possibly why not and mm-hmm. to make it some some promises and afterwards it did let me close um good let's just, luckily let's just yeah. put it this way I haven't I haven't done it since 
Uh, <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, they um, definitely have their own minds. You think you can control them. You can't. I wasn't, I wasn't even I wasn't and, even thinking that. Like I said, I was in my early twenties. I was a cop yeah. son of a bitch. I wasn't taking it seriously at all. Yeah. Just, you know, Which is I, how I got nailed too. I wasn't taking it seriously. Yeah, I thought it was fun, that it was a game yeah. of sorts, you know, ooh, let's yeah. contact the other side. Which is and how then... people treat Ouija boards, which is how they get in trouble. Yeah. It's a yeah. game. I mean, I, I, game. For, I for sure got, got in trouble because it, you know, basically took over. Because, you know, that, that ex-girlfriend of mine did tell me that if they're not letting you close the session, keep going they let you close the session because you know otherwise Generally, that's a good rule yes yeah yeah uh so but it it, it scared the bejesus out of me and like i said you know i haven't done it since it's not like i haven't been in contact with entities or ghosts or spirits or whatever since but just the pendling i haven't done it since and i i don't really i don't feel like doing doing it again because i mean i learned my lesson so yeah, two stories. Um, word to the wise. Yeah. If you're going to do it, take it seriously. Take know it seriously. It's and, and not know, a game. Know what you're doing. Uh, like, here are two people who have their own stories, who just shared their own story. Take a lesson from it, please. Just you also need to, because there's a, people do think so many things are safe. Um, you know, especially with Halloween coming up, they think, well, let's go to the to the neighborhood haunted house. Um, if it is haunted, you could end up having a problem there. You also could bring something home with you if you don't know how to keep them in their spot. Mm -hmm. um, you could not even know you did it. I'm not trying to scare people to death. I'm just trying to say you have to be very, very realistic. The same as when, as we've said with this podcast, you start talking about the paranormal. Like you start telling ghost stories around the fire, ghost stories to your friends on Halloween night, especially Halloween night, because the veil is so thin, they're practically on top of you yeah. anyway. They will come and they may not leave. A lot of them do. The majority of them I've found do. When you become in, when you stop being interesting to them, they'll go. Um, yeah. But there are, well, for one thing, there are things out there that were like a piece of lice to them. They're so powerful, but generally they don't bother with one human. Um, so you don't really have to worry about them. You just have to be aware of them. Um, most of them are, would, could be called gods. Um, but uh, yeah, just 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 be aware when you. Anything to do with the paranormal, you will usually attract someone's attention. Um, it's not necessarily someone's bad. In most cases, it's probably some totally neutral. Um, just like humans, most humans are. But uh, yeah, just to people to be aware, because I've had, you know, I, you know, when I was first learning, we'd sit around, we'd tell ghost stories, and then wonder why somebody was tapping on the on the window outside the house or knocking on the door or flickering oh. lights. Yeah. Because they're saying, hey, dude, I'm here. Just like when people did seances. Of course, a lot of them were fake too, but that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, was, yeah they're just saying, hey, I'm here. It was, it was good business to, uh, to Throw me a beer. <laughs> um, anyway, I unfortunately, I have to go. Uh, my wife's going to be home from work soon. <laughs> it's like after oh, midnight. Right, yeah. No, of course. Um, uh, so, yeah, but we had, hopefully we can, well, 
hopefully the next time we do this, we can do it as a reverse and I can do the host as, as OPW and we can just keep going, keep just going back and forth as long as people are interested. <laughs> I mean, right? we'll, we'll have a constant stream of, because yeah, uh, I'm sure you content. and I, can, you and I could probably talk for like 12 hours if we were left unsupervised. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can. So uh, before you go, plug OPW mm -hmm. uh, real quick. And uh, I see you have listened and that you are wearing the merchandise. Yeah. Uh, so fit up. Oh, that's probably not a good look at my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I did get the. Um... Oh, I did get the. I can't see now. Thing. The hoodie. That's what it's called. English, correct. Not just a language, it's an adventure. Uh, and then we have the nice on the back. If you really want to yeah, see how nice, nice this is, go on our YouTube channel and watch the uh, the um, video Pandora did. She's far more charismatic than I am. Anyway, don't, sorry, don't, go ahead. Don't, don't sell yourself shorts. <laughs> uh, merchandise, of course, designed by Firefay. She yeah. is the creative brain behind the total designer uh, awesome the, yeah for sure so oh. where where can people find the merchandise where can they find opw except for you know here on this podcast uh we are on twitter i refuse to call it x whatever elon wants is uh anyway we won't get started on the rich either um <laughs> So yeah, we do have a Twitter page, which you can access our link tree from, which will show you everything. We also have uh, our Paranormal World Network on Facebook. There is an Our Paranormal World page. I did create it, but I really don't do anything with it anymore because there was basically no feedback. So why bother? Um, I'm gonna delete it eventually. Uh, on the Twitter, there is on the Twitter. Wow, I sound like somebody's grandfather. Um, <laughs> there is a link to the um, to the um, sorry, just going totally blank to the bond to the bonfire site where you can buy our merchandise, and of course, the uh, like the the fleet battleship or the whole thing is our website, which is just ourparanormalworld.com. Yes. And Which basically has, I think, to be exact, I believe it's 724 haunted locations, the majority of which at the moment are in the United States. Um, Faye and Fox are going to soon be putting lots of places on in, in Europe. And then there's the second is probably Canada because that's where I am. So I've done a lot of places in Canada, all the provinces and the territories um although there's not much in the territories not many people um trying to think of yeah and and as faye said we are getting into cryptozoo crypt wow now i can't say it cryptozoology uh right now it is dragons and werewolves so fairly common but i'm actually hopefully we're hopefully going to get somebody who actually has been spent their life studying bigfoot do a bigfoot article so that's a big subject Loch Ness oh. monster i actually live right beside a lake that has supposed to have a monster called ogopogo um, oh no way you live there yeah nice oh, yeah. oh um, I've, then then i've actually been in your neck of the woods Oh yeah, that's right. You have. You said you said you came here for a friend once, quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, friend, family, friend, they're family. Friend of, my, friend of my dad's. I was fourteen. Oh, okay. So, oh geez, wow, that's that's almost twenty years ago. Okay. We won't say <laughs> how long that is for me. Um. So. <laughs> yeah. So, am I missing out on anything? Oh, there's an Instagram. 
Um, I think it's our para world that's on there. Uh, the one thing with YouTube is it's better to use the link tree from any of the other social media because there is another YouTube channel called our paranormal world, which predates us. Yeah. Um, they do, they just basically, they just hunt down paranormal videos across the internet and they post them. I don't see anything more recent than six months from them. Um, I'm not bad nothing them. I don't know them, but they're not us. Uh, so our, well, I used to say our, our web, our YouTube channel didn't look as good, but now it looks a whole lot better because Fox totally redesigned it. Um, but yeah, they have, uh, so make you, man, make sure you're on ours and not theirs. We only have like, well, there'll be this on it probably like 10, less than 10 videos right now, but we're working on doing more. Us, um, Pandora from Paranormal Wasteland is going to be doing videos. Stranger Minds doing videos. Chloe, the amazing, amazing Chloe, is going to be doing more videos. Um, and she does the bilingual with the sign language. So she's, Try, yeah, I, I can't literally, none, none of us can just stop saying good things about Chloe. She's so awesome. Uh, yeah, she does uh, American sign language. She uh, does, um, well, regular oh, captioning. Speech. Yeah. English. Yeah, uh, ca captioning indeed, and uh, regular speech for, you know, as far as, um, I mean, her speech is very clear for yeah, someone. I mean, who, she is. Yeah, she is. Yeah, we're kind. We're kind of not saying it. She is actually deaf. She doesn't just know sign language. So yeah. So yeah, she's. So, yeah, there's no words. <laughs> like, honestly, like she, I honestly. She is a she's of a kind investigator uh, and. Mm -hmm. all them all of the links to them all of their channels can be found on the uh our paranormal youtube as well link is up in the description below um i you know i run the youtube so uh, i will make sure that everything is found and i will make sure that um let's see i will probably do that by Next week, next weekend, uh, you will find this podcast on there as well. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging OPW too. Like I'm, I'm yeah. in, charge, uh, in charge of the content, really. So uh, yeah, oh so, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, I, I basically do the content on the website and all the editing on the website and stuff, trying to make it look nicer and be easier to use, but. And I mean, I do some of the social media, but the social media is slowly going more and more to Fox. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not like I'm, you know, this big person above everyone else. Not at all. <laughs> We're all basically equal. So well, you're you're a big I'm guy. the founder. I founded it. Whatever that means. <laughs> well, I mean, it means I started it, but that doesn't mean I'm better than anybody else. But um Which, yeah, and I just basically, yeah, the biggest thing to remember is it is our paranormal world, but we are a family so it's you know there's also this is on greyhound's parent or greyhound's pagan there's also that there's also stranger minds there's also paranormal wasteland um chloe's doing her own stuff she has her own youtube channel as well as a twitter um i'm probably forgetting about people and i'm sorry but yeah just remember and we we try to to share things amongst each other all the time so yeah Basically, yeah, so, follow everybody, yeah. subscribe to everybody. We're all awesome. <laughs> like our, our, yeah, our paranormal world Never is where, where it all comes together and where it all. Yeah, we're just the umbrella. Off from, yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
And then, uh, yeah, we have the different groups like uh, Stranger Minds, who just released another video, by the way. Uh, yeah. He released part two of a series. I haven't watched it yet. We'll, uh, I yeah, will. Yeah, um, I don't know where it is, but the the um, insane it's, asylum that he, he toured. Yeah. He yeah. investigated. I shouldn't say toured. He actually did an investigation. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a a thirty plus minute video actually, part two. Oh, I uh, I've, I've, seen, I've seen that much. Uh -huh. uh, I know that uh, Paranormal Wastelands, both Pandora and her husband, and a, and you know a lovely couple they are. They are really giving myself and Firefay a run for our money, and you know yeah. you uh, you and your wifey too, of course. Yeah. Um, lots of couples, a lot of love, and it shows. Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot they, of love. They have appeared on the um, "What Goes Bump in the Night" podcast, which mm -hmm. uh, which was really fun. Uh, I guess then you know I can't stay behind and should have them on here as well. Oh yeah, that'd be um, awesome. I mean, we could. We'll we'll talk about this on the uh, like yeah, in in OPW, but like a, mm -hmm. uh, a triple couple kind of podcast. So myself. And Firefay, you and your wife, and then mm -hmm. the the peeps from Paranormal Wastelands. I'm gonna have yeah. whole. I'm gonna have the whole of OBW on the Brayer Pings podcast eventually. So yeah, this is just. Um, a but I'm gonna disappear on you because I really she's gonna be home like any minute. And yeah. I mean oh, she, yeah. she's, a, she's a wonderful woman, but she probably since I've been home all day would like me to make dinner for her, which is fair. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, I'll, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk more later. All right. Yes. All right. Thank you Thanks. very much yeah. for coming on. I'll, oh, uh, thank you for having gonna... me. This has been awesome. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, wrap it up myself. Okay. Uh, go, go make dinner for the wife. She'll, <laughs> yeah. She's, she's probably hungry. So go satisfy, satisfy her with with food first, <laughs> and then. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> um. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll Bye, everybody. Later. Thank you. Yes, okay, this was another amazing episode on the Great Horn Pagans podcast. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all so much for listening. Do follow our Paranormal Worlds and all its affiliates. Let's, let's, let's call them affiliates, uh, Paranormal Wastelands, um, Stranger Minds. No, I'm forgetting people. Chloe. How can I forget Chloe? Oh, dear. Um, they are the ones actually creating a lot of content. Just everyone who's involved with OPW, give them a follow. Give us a follow. Uh, follow us here on YouTube. Subscribe to us here on YouTube. Sub subscribe. <laughs> Language. Heart. I know. I feel you, Craig. Uh, <laughs> Subscribe to us on Rumble and Odyssey. Subscribe to us on all the podcasting platforms. Leave a like. Leave something nice in the comments. Um, yeah, share this with your friends. Share it with your enemies. Share it with your nan. Uh, share it with the other side, if you will. Uh, like I said, you know, it would be awesome to have uh, or to be able to like have a spirit, have a ghost on the podcast, whether it be my podcast or the upcoming OPW podcast. Um, 
So yeah, stay tuned for that. It'll be a world's first, uh, a premiere, if you will. So thank you very much to Craig for coming on. Thank you so much uh, to everyone who has been in the chat, of course. Um, and especially thanks to Disco, Disco Ball 26 uh, slash 100 uh, for joining on Twitch. Uh, she is actually the first who joined us like purely on Twitch instead of YouTube. So thank you very much. Um, check check out the Greyhound Pagans and all that we do on our website, www.greyhoundpagans.com. Uh, there you can find all the contact you can, content. You can find the Substack articles by my book, which is available on Amazon now. Uh, it is in ebook and in paperback. Uh, it is my biggest project so far. I am so, so very, very proud of it. And I am just gonna share, there you go, the Pagan Revival, a guide to the ancient wisdom for the modern world. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So, Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, everybody. It has been awesome. Um, yeah, stay tuned for the rest of the goodies coming up. I should end it here now. Anyway, thank you all. Bye-bye.